Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yep. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- The Bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues. Today is Monday, so you already know what this is. It's going to be a very special episode of our show in which we are going to dig into something extremely important in our (laughs) beloved game. And today, we've had a lot of discussion about what this episode was going to be. And we came to realize that there was an appearance done by Katie Thurston on a recent episode of the Vial Files from June 30th. And this appearance needed to be examined. So today... This episode is mandatory listening. Yeah, we're, we have basically gone through... We're going to do a digging deeper today. We have gone through. We've pulled out the 13 most important minutes from her appearance on the Vial Files. We are going to be playing you clips... And we are going to be analyzing those clips, talking about 
what they actually mean when they're saying some of these things. What is the subtext of these conversations they're having? What are they revealing about the production process itself, about game mechanics, about what it was specifically like for each of them as players, as leads, and all of that kind of stuff. So again, we implore you, go to the Vial Files, listen to this whole episode. It is definitely worth listening to. But we're just going to be talking about these 13 minutes, which I think we have 13 or 14 clips, maybe. I don't know exactly yeah, how many clips we have. Clips. Yeah. But we're going to be talking about those because we found them to be the most important takeaways from this. This is... Digging Deeper. All right. For all of you who have heard of Digging Deeper before, you know how this works. We are going to play a clip, and then we are going to talk about said clip. And then we'll play another clip, and then we'll talk about that clip, and we will keep doing uh-huh. that until we have no clips left. <laughs> are you ready <laughs> to talk about this first clip, Bay's case? I'm ready. Here we go. Uh, as someone who's been in your shoes, I, I, I can tell the things that have been thrown at you, you know, oh, the yeah. adversity you've been asked to face. You know, There's no denying that as a leader of the show, you are in charge partly of, of making the TV show. And, and that comes sometimes at a, a, at a price. And sometimes, you know, uh, you have to do a job all while simultaneously trying so hard to make it the most authentic experience possible. And, uh, I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah. It's a, a task that people don't really uh, realize. I think tough yeah and and rightfully so it's it's a really bizarre experience that you you can't really put into words i've told this story before but i've had other leads before i was a bachelor being like you just don't have any idea what it's like and i was the guy who was like the two-time runner-up and i'm like well you have no idea what i've been through and then and then i when i was a bachelor uh i was like fuck yeah they they weren't kidding it's a really challenging experience um of course we start out with the adversity clip this clip had so much in it in my opinion number one (laughs) these are two leads talking about that unique experience we have seen 25 men in this position we have now seen 18 women in this position that is it on planet earth at least in the american game that's all you get those are the only people who can truly understand what this experience is like and here we have two of them talking to each other men Womack, double time. 24 oh, men, yeah. Womack, You're double right. time. <laughs> You're right. Womack has a very unique experience of being the only person to do it twice, I suppose. You're right. But here, you know, Vial is using Katie Thurston's appearance to basically say, like, don't forget, I was double runner-up and I wore the crown. So he's letting <laughs> us know right off the bat, he is the GOAT. We appreciate the he's walk down memory chops. lane. <laughs> but he says in this this one moment where he's like, uh, you know, it comes with a cost. There's a price to pay for this sometimes. And I'm like, what the fuck is that price? What is he talking about there? I don't know. I'm very curious and I want him to go into more detail on what exactly he feels he was doing as the TV host. Which moves did he consider a performance? Was it participating in Olympios's voluntary nudity play in the pool on the wedding photo shoot group date? Was that part of being a TV host to him? I don't know. I mean, what I think he's implying here is that, like, the idea that you are, as a lead, really trying to pursue relationships with 30 or or more people simultaneously 
that is potentially not false, but it's going to be hindered by the nature of being a lead, that you have to produce some kind of entertaining TV. And in some way here, he's talking about like, you have to play the game the producers want you to play. You're going to have to be like Mm -hmm. part of the production staff. You're going to have to be part of the machine that makes this show go forward. And he's admitting that openly. And I think the cost he's talking about is the cost of developing relationships. Because obviously, Mm. night one... You're kicking a third of your players off the fucking show. So you have no chance to develop a relationship with those people. Literally zero. And that's a decision that's made largely by the producers who they want to keep around. Obviously, the lead gets to choose what maybe one or two people who are like, these are my top, you know, and that's it. That's really it. But I just found this to be a fascinating opening clip here this was at the almost the very beginning of the interview it's like right after she sits down they have this little conversation about what it's like to be a lead lead. (laughs) but i mean it's weird i mean i know it seems fucking crazy that it's like whatever it's you know he's he's boosting his ego a little bit here by being like we were both the leads but it is true that he was in charge of partly making the tv show but i mean that's true It simply is true. Think about like Colton Underwood, for example, jumping the fence. He was completely in charge of that behavior, that action. That is one of Uh the most iconic, legendary moments in the history of the game. Period. Say what you will about Colton Underwood. That moment is one that is like, it's a huge part of Bachelor history. He made that happen. That was, he even was going against the producer's will. He wasn't going along with their plans. Think of Mesny. Think of fucking Mesny when he has to make the decision mm-hmm. to come Mesny's back. Mesny's tear play on the railing, I remember. <laughs> Beyond the tear play, his decision to take the ring away from his ring winner and give it to, or at least try to pursue a relationship with his runner up, that is his choice. The leads do. It was his choice, but I do feel like he was coerced into doing that breakup on stage, that reunion on stage. Totally. Don't you think? And, yeah, of course. Just like Ari Lyon died breaking up with Becca Kufrin and they fucking shoot the whole thing. Yeah. All of that is producers. But that choice to say, like, I'm going to do this breakup and, like, okay, I guess you guys can film it or whatever. The lead is a part of the producers, essentially, in terms mm-hmm. of what you're going to get to see. He's right in that. And again, I know it seems crazy to say because this is just some dumb reality show and all that shit, or some people think it is. We don't, obviously. But there are a small amount of people who have gone through this experience. He is correct in that. And it is a fucking Mm -hmm. crazy experience. And I think it does come with costs. And maybe even some of the costs that he's talking about isn't just the nature of the relationships that suffer. But it's like the the personal toll. You've taken things from me. He once said to Andy Dorfman, I believe, and uh, <laughs> maybe it was Caitlin Bristow. But uh, you know, I think the show takes something from you too. I think when you're a lead, you don't walk away from that clean because you're forced to lie to these other players. You're forced to do that in some cases, emotionally at the very least, to pretend that you're interested in people you aren't, so that they can mm-hmm. stay around and shit. I feel like part of it is that. It's kind of like when you're elected president or whatever, and you then find out all this information. And I feel like the leads go through something similar where, you know, you watch the show and you're like, oh, I get to pick everyone and, you know, make this my 
experience and then you get in there and then you find out the real shit which is oh you don't really get to pick that many people you don't even get to pick who you're going on dates with you know you're basically just (laughs) going on a bunch of forced dates (laughs) yeah totally I don't know. It's an interesting experience to me. It's one, again, that like so few people truly understand. It's always fascinating to hear two leads talking to each other, especially when yeah. one is the greatest player of all time. And when he considers her to be a prototype of one of his <laughs> romantic partners. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we will we'll get, get to, to that, that very <laughs> soon. Okay, are you ready for the next clip? Yeah. Here we go. So, from my opinion watching it, it seemed like either one of two things. Either you got lied to, and then, like, Caitlin and, and Tasha came up and kind of gassed you up as well. I mean, like, this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> you come here to be the bachelor. Like, well, whatever. Or there were things that we didn't get to see that Thomas did or said that we just weren't aware of that also led to thomas's unceremoniously unceremoniously <laughs> am i saying that right exit and i'm yeah. my question to you is which one is it i mean there's only so much you can show in like a two-hour episode right and one thing that i wish was shown that was kind of like the nail in the coffin for me was um thomas actually came forward and said that he was kind of mean to trey and trey is like the most kind-hearted man you know and so like once i heard that i was like if you can't handle like conversations i've already experienced it firsthand like you aren't able to communicate like in a normal effective way now you're being mean to trey who's like a sweetheart like i don't have time for you you know and i wasn't gonna waste any time with him like yeah he's hot and i i really was hoping to be honest i'll take him to fantasy suites (laughs) you know but like i don't have time to waste and so i was like you gotta go okay was any of that meanness that was a meanness to Trey wasn't shown? Uh, correct. Yeah, but um, it was talked about by Thomas himself. He admitted to it. So there was a confrontation between Trey and Thomas that, at least your understanding, that Thomas talked to Trey in a way that was scary or unvi- like bad. Yeah, that's why. Like in my speech, I'm like, "You're unkind," you know, and that's oh, okay, why. Okay, that because I'll be honest. In my recap, I it I was just like, "Where's unkind coming from? Is there something we're not seeing, or she's been told this?" This gives a backstory to Trey's insistence on tattling that we didn't know. Thomas told Thurston he was mean to Trey. To me, this information is like, this is some behind-the-scenes shit. This is where you start, now start to get information about what actually happened that we didn't see. And this season so far has had a shitload of that. Things happening out of order. We don't know when Blake Moynes came in. And now here we're <laughs> seeing that even as much as they built Thomas up to be a villain, he did even more villainous actions that we did not see. Yeah. And I wonder why. Why he did the actions or why we didn't see them? Why did we didn't see that conversation? I have literally no idea. Other than like Katie Thurston said here, it's only a two hour show. They have to cut for time, <laughs> I guess. I guess. I but guess. I mean, that, it seems like you would. Yeah, that type of conflict seems like they're bread and butter. But here's, here's what it is, I think. Here's why I think they did it. Mm-hmm. She obviously kicked him off that night. That's something you can't, like, come back from, generally speaking. Elia Benavidez, exception. But (laughs) generally speaking, you know he's not going to come back from it. So if they would have shown that that, uh, part with Trey, 
it would have been, I think, in service of building a rivalry that they would have tried to pay off in a two-on-one scenario or some kind of showdown. And if Thomas mm. is kicked off, they're never going to build that up. So why even do that? Because they're now obviously, at least where we are in the in the season that we're watching now, they're building the rivalry between uh, Hunter and Aaron. And that's going to be their mid-season rivalry that leads to the two-on-one. I guess, but that whole episode was Andrew S. and Trey discussing whether Trey should tattle. And I'm like, right. that gives a context to it. I mean, maybe they just wanted to focus more. I'm like wondering if it's maybe to prop up Andrew S. that they didn't show this conversation to make Trey seem more coming out of nowhere. Yeah, that could be I too. I don't know. But I agree with you. It It validates Trey's desire to tattle in a way that wasn't mm-hmm. in the show we watched. So to remove yeah. that piece, it I mean, this to me was like a, a pretty good lesson in just how manipulated we are as a fourth audience by what yeah. they are choosing to show us. This is a huge piece of information. Obviously, we all would have liked to have seen that specific interaction so that we could have the context for why Trey is tattling and why she takes the step back at the rose ceremony and is seemingly so pissed off at Thomas. <laughs> For saying something that is like, you know, we'll, there's another clip about this a little bit later, but for just saying like, yeah, I've thought about being the bachelor, yeah. <laughs> it's not a huge deal. And she seemingly is furious with him. But I just really thought that this clip was, um, it was a good one to illustrate that idea that we don't get to see everything. And that doesn't just mean the boring shit when the guys are sitting around the house not doing anything. It means super important uh, events that happen over the course of an episode, we may not get to fucking see them. And that is all purposefully done to craft some idea about who each of these players are that we literally have no idea about. We don't know who any of these people actually are. And Nick Vial, who has been through this a million times, is also still surprised. And he's like, oh, yeah, in my recap, I was wondering about that because unkind didn't seem like a called for word. <laughs> he's tricked too. They shoot hundreds of hours of footage with all different groups of people and shit, multiple camera crews, and they do have to boil it down to not a two-hour show, an hour and a half show. 30 minutes of mm-hmm. every show is commercials. So you're getting an and hour and a half. 30 minutes of that is promos. <laughs> the promos are good, though. I'm not going to knock the promos. This last promo fucking, it had me. It was this very a fantastic. This promo. <laughs> But I just thought this was an interesting clip. And uh, this next clip is even more interesting. This shit, I could not believe they talked about this. Are you ready? (laughs) Are you ready for the next clip? Yes. Here we go. If you want to hear the clip we were about to play, as well as our reaction to it, and all the other clips that we play and our reactions to those in the rest of this episode, you just go to patreon.com slash gameofroses, and you're going to get to hear over an hour's worth of material that is left in this episode. You're also going to get access to, at this point, I literally don't know how many other extra episodes we have down in the bottom of the pit. I think it's over 20, so there's at least probably 30 hours of other podcasts in there there's all kinds of videos in there we do our monday night live streams that are pre-game so we talk about what we're about to expect from the big game on monday nights and all of those are still in there you can watch those old videos and you can tune in to watch all the live new ones as they happen 
We're putting Creatures of the Weekend in there. We're putting all kinds of stuff down deep in the bottom of the pit. And we hope that you'll join us in this ever-growing community of people down here with us who treat our beloved game as a lifestyle. It's the pit, you can get it in And dig around in all this content It's the pit, come on, admit You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit, you can get it in Dig around in all this content It's the pit, come on, admit You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit Now you've heard me talk about Quince on this program before I love quince. I am right now, head to toe, dressed in quince. I got their shirts, I got their pants, I got everything from quince. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying those luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen, under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from, get this, $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you're going to have them in that closet forever. Unless you wear them out, which I may because I literally wear them every day. (laughs) I know you're wondering, how do they do it? Well, Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings right on to you and to me. What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes so you can feel good about getting high-quality items that are going to last you longer. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash roses to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses for free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash roses we're coming out of spring and we're headed into summer it's a great time of year it's a time for renewal for me that means reconnecting with friends and family i haven't seen for a while and when i do i want to make sure i have plenty of wine on hand to celebrate with that's why first leaf is a great option. As America's most personalized wine company, First Leaf takes the worry and guesswork out of buying quality wines, especially if you're somebody like me who knows maybe a little bit about these things, but not enough, not enough to really make a great decision. They make the decision for you. To get started, you just answer some specific questions about your wine likes and dislikes on First Leaf's website. And these can be things that are about the people you're buying it for as well if you're doing it as a gift. It only takes about five minutes to create your own personalized wine profile. Then you get your very own wine concierge who's gonna use those responses to curate a customized selection of delicious award-winning varieties from rosés to sparklings and everything in between. It's all based on your personal preferences on those questions you answered. These hand-selected wines are going to be delivered to your door within a few days with each bottle priced lower than what you'd pay at a wine store. You even get to choose when you get the wine. Plus, 
every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you have questions about your wines, like what to pair them with, for example, First Leaf's personal wine concierge team is there to offer that expert advice. So it takes all the guesswork out. I love reconnecting with friends and family over bottles of First Leaf wine, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to sign up and save 50% on your first six hand-curated bottles plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.